Welcome to the Seize the Yay podcast. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realize there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy, and fulfillment along the way. Welcome to Yays of Our Lives, Valentine's Day edition with my Valentine Antwoord. <laughs> and then Nick just... And Nick as the host <laughs> of our and relationship. And hosting us for an intimate Q&A about our relationship. <laughs> this is the first time all three of us have been on this show. How? How? It's because you never invite Nick. Don't worry, I got you. Okay. Do you- Dude, <laughs> what the fuck? He literally said I'm to me. I'm just a token partner. That's the only time I get invited I but to, to make him, it look good. Would you like to come on for Valentine's Day? That would be really cute. And he said, yes, and I'd also not mind coming on for non-tokenistic, <laughs> like just random occasions. I agree. I, I think that's like, okay. I mean, that's your point, you know. You know Sarah buffer. wasn't funny before we met. I'm yes. so I mean, funny. Sarah also now, didn't. But like, like, <laughs> Sarah also didn't like mushrooms. Didn't like. No, 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 tomatoes. no. She liked mushrooms, but only cut mushrooms until we explained I've her. Once you way. bite a mushroom, it it's becomes mushroom. cut. Yeah. I've come a long way, guys. I've come a long way. <laughs> Welcome, Nikki. We've had actually quite a lot of requests over the last. It's I true. The last year of people being like, by the way, have you and Nick done an episode? Also, people keep asking if we've done. Yeah, it an took episode. a year for an invite. I'm not. <laughs> Sick. I just wasn't so sure I was arming and arming about it. Sick. <laughs> I haven't seen you, Kate. I haven't seen you. You've been busy. <laughs> um, so many people have asked if we've done an episode on our friendship. I'm like, uh, oh every fortnight. Guys, come on, get with it. <laughs> no, but it has been a while since Nick's been on and lots of people have wanted to hear from you. So thank you for your time. Welcome back. This is coming out on Valentine's Day, but today on the day of recording, it's actually... Andrew's birthday. So I'm laughing because. Thank you. Yeah, Nick's I looked right. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's got a right neck, so he can't look right. It's It's like I got to this age where I hurt my neck, and my physio goes, "Oh, what happened?" And I'm like, "I coughed." (laughs) It's true though. And I legit, I was sitting in a cafe, and I coughed. I'm like, "Oh." So now Nick has to sit in the podcasting room on the side of the room where he only has to look left at us. So since your last appearance on the show, we have aged significantly. Is basically the top point of the conversation. Oh my, yeah, we have aged significantly. (laughs) You're 26 today. I know, that's old. I'm like, you're closer to 30. 30. Oh Oh my God. I know, I'm not even like early 20s anymore. Oh, you're not. You're it's not even mid. Sad. I'm not you're mid. mid to late. It's actually quite mid sad. Mid to late. <laughs> yeah. I think the term's over the hill. <laughs> Who invited him? <laughs> you swap sides already. Yeah. <laughs> so for this very special occasion, since our last episode, there has since been... Say since uh, more. Since. <laughs> There has since been the invention of anonymous Q&A. So before we did Q&A submissions on Instagram, but now we got all these questions sent to Ange. So we have an A, don't know who sent them, which means people can ask what they actually want to know. And B, 
uh, we haven't seen them. And this is the first time we've done that too because usually I've like control free yeah. kind of, you know. I'm so excited. Triage them a little bit. So many good ones this last week. I've been looking at them being like, oh, can't wait. <laughs> oh, I thought your laugh was weird, Sarah. Yeah, I know. Well, that's where I get it wrong. Okay. But quickly before we go into questions, Nikki Boy, what's been going on since oh, yeah, the last true. time you were on the show? Oh, I don't know what seventeen years. Went <laughs> <laughs> through puberty. And... No, no just, still going, still going. Just, just, yeah. It's been up and down. His voice broke yesterday. Sorry, guys. That's my sex <laughs> song. Can you tell the vibe of our relationship? <laughs> It's funny, Angie's in the middle, like the buffer. I am the yeah, buffer. buffer, buffer but literally, like at least once a week, Angie will be like, buffer, buffer, buffer. When know, we start like, to get eaten, she just like, stands in the middle. In the first parts of our friendship, when you guys are going in the car and like these two would just have banter, but then it would like escalate and I'd be like, buffer. <laughs> and that'll in just the like break awkward situation. <laughs> just break the. I'll be like, get out of the car yeah. now. No, you've had, we've mentioned on the podcast a little bit in a few episodes, you've had like a pretty hard little two-year kind of period. I don't know when the last time I was on. Yeah, when was it? Was that, uh, it was a tape wedding. recorder, I remember recording it. Yeah, cassette. Yeah, mm. cassette. I had to pedal yeah. to make the thing work. Um, <laughs> Flintstones yeah, yeah. It's a Pelican trash can. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a f- tough few years. Yeah. We haven't seen much of each other. So it's nice to see silver you. Silver Thank you. <laughs> Every clout. Um, but <laughs> but this is couples therapy. Yeah, yeah. It's been a rough few years. Yeah. Yeah. Since we got married. Oh, no, I meant with my father. Oh, stuff. wow. Yeah. No. <laughs> so we have actually spent a lot of time apart over the last couple yeah, of yeah, years. Yeah, but so. it's been, I think the last couple of months has been really lovely. Let's yeah. go. Questions. Okay. Oh, we got straight to questions. That's I done with your yeah, update. Yeah, that's <laughs> <new> to update. <laughs> well, He's like, yeah, I've had a hard time. Since we've been married. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Oh, anyway. Well, ask no. a more specific question. Well, You'll get a more specific answer. I feel like you've had a rough to use, but also you've, like, in that time you've had to figure out ways to, like, you know, mental health-wise, you're riding your bike more, which is really nice. You're yeah. boxing now, which is cool. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah you've found your way of managing all that stuff. The rest of my uh, answers today will be um, directed yeah. to Ash. Yeah. It'll go through the spokesperson. <laughs> um, we speak in Morse code and yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just giving Nick some credit for having done something. He doesn't know. Anyway. Okay. Okay, questions. Questions, questions. All right, I'll start with the easy ones. What's been the biggest challenge you've had to face as a couple? <laughs> wow, right uh, into it. That's an easy it. one. Sarah's easy. personality. <laughs> but we're overcoming Stop. it. Stop. People are going to think we're actually dysfunctional. Nick's puberty. Nick's puberty. <laughs> what's, so what was the question again? What's the biggest challenge you've had to face as a couple? I actually think it's been the past two to three years. Mm. Just, just having things outside the relationship that are all-consuming and then finding ways when you're not physically together, we just had lockdown, the world is like, you know, coming just coming back into things but we were sort of finding ourselves apart for like a third of a whole year, two years in a row and trying to find ways to like we've been together 14 years, we've got pretty good strategies and we've started businesses together, we've been through so many chapters so we've already worked out a lot of communication and connection strategies that 
a lot of couples haven't been forced to necessarily, but I think going into quite a long stretch of more than the normal level of uncertainty of like where Nick would be, you know, I was traveling a lot separately. Our work was kind of taking us in all weird places, plus coming off the back of the uncertainty of COVID. It was, yeah, I think it was hard because we'd never really been through that. Mm. And finding connection when you're not together physically as well, like repeatedly, I think that was really hard. Yes. I think COVID was easy yeah, for us. We found like, that. I mean, because we're very good friends as well as, you know what I mean? Like, I spend more time giving you shit than loving you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that type of thing. Like, my, <laughs> my, my love language is that banter. You know what I mean? So, mm. it's, um, we're, we're, we've always been very close. But I think the difficult part was starting the business with you. And oh, that wasn't yeah. my fault because <laughs> you didn't know how to separate yeah. business and work. And yeah. that was the most challenging for me because I had been there before where I had an old business partner who was like a girlfriend, as in like he was you clingy like- as hell. hell, hell no. <laughs> no, he was... <laughs> He was like, well, really tight. And he yeah, also yeah, like, yeah. like was my best mate at the time. We spent yeah. 24-7 together. You Lived across the road from each other. And, yeah, everything we did was together. And then yeah. when we were business partners, he'd come with his idea. And this guy, Bodhi, used to have 10 good ideas. Nine of them were batshit crazy, but one of them was just absolutely Brilliant. inspired, right? Yeah. And so I had to deal with all of those separating friendship and work, stuff like that, and working out how to give – constructive criticism in, in with a shit idea or a good idea. So I, I dealt with that and I'd used to it, but you weren't, right? Yeah. And I was I was treating you like you knew it and you didn't. So it was quite difficult where I'd go to bed after it and you'd, I'd turn around and you'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> and that that was. I would that literally do that phase. So I'd be like, you said my idea was shit. <laughs> it was so like, <laughs> and it probably was. <laughs> no, I actually, yeah, that yeah, was another that, really that was big probably, challenge. That was super difficult. But yeah, COVID was so easy. So it was nice actually, like we, as in we yeah. got to spend so much time together. Yeah, the but being apart has been quite difficult. I think what was really interesting as well is around that same time of going into business together, you definitely had so much more practice at working with people who you had personal relationships with and like creating barriers, but also our lives went from so independent, like Mm. the structure of our lives. It was really clear that you were a business owner. I was a lawyer. I had like really clear routine. And then I was also coping with like my whole idea of the week and the year and everything changing at the same time. So it was just so messy for us to suddenly be in the same world. And Mm. then Mm. like working from our house as well, while we Mm. we'd never done that before. We'd never, like it was just so many things at once. But I think we, once I learned how to, not take everything in in our work capacity personally. <laughs> and also, yeah, once we figured out how to have boundaries between like these are work mm. chats and these are home chats. The other, the other hard thing is we travel a lot, but they generally work. And there was this whole, it's just, like I'll be in Tassie for f- serious family things, not on holiday. So it's not like it was kind of you wanted to be somewhere else, but. Like I'd be in Amsterdam working. Mm. Yeah. But you're like, oh, he's on fucking holiday. You know what I mean? But when I was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. Part of you is like that. Yeah, but, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? but, the, but the other part of you understands it. And same with you when you're away working with Intrepid yeah. and all that type of stuff. It's like yeah. I'm here working and you're gallivanting across like kicking penguins and stuff. 
<laughs> but I also think that, and I think a lot of couples will resonate with this, that like, oh, my God, she's lost it. She's lost it. Kicking penguins. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was actually another one of the really, well, really. penguin. Really. No. One that of was the, one of the activities you could sign up for. Oh, yeah. One of the more <laughs> recent challenging things. Was, was how far I could kick it. Was how far I could kick it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it was not having the ability to tell you that I was alive for like 12 days in a row. That wait, was wait, kind of weird. Wait for that. There's another question. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But I will say of all the times that we've had in, obviously in 14 years, we've had lots of times that were really challenging. We've lived apart for like protracted amounts of time. We've gone into business together. We had so many chapters, but every time there's been like a shitty bit, it's forced us to develop some kind of skill that's meant that like 14 years later, we're still, we're still here. You know <laughs> what I mean? You. Like we're still, don't you think though? Like yeah. all of those chapters have meant that now yeah. we For those like, following at home, this is question one. I know. I'll just- <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, if you keep talking, you've answered every question. Oh, no, that was a deep question. It is a deep question. The next question is equally as deep. This one's, yeah, on the back of strategies on how to support each other, how to support each other. How would you recommend to support your partner during the loss of a parent? That got deep real quick. Yeah, wow. Sorry, it was a second question. I thought it was timely. (laughs) It's a very, yeah, relevant question. And I would say... It's really, really difficult because you just want to make their world okay. But when something like that is happening, there's actually not much you can do. It was actually really difficult for you too because the Paul was really sick at the time as yeah. well. So I and, couldn't leave Melbourne. And as it was much more I important. Have. I was so stressed about the dog as well. Like as much as that sounds bad, my just lost my father or my father was in a like pre like that that like the night before he night he died. But the dog had just been borderline being put down too. Mm. And I'm like, you need to be with the dog mm. because I can't be. Mm. You know, so that was mm. my and, – and so it was a lot more difficult to what would usually be the case where you'd be there with me. Yeah. But also I'm not normal and I don't want people around me. It's yeah. true. Like yeah. I've spent the whole time supporting my mum and sister that if someone gets – came there and gave me a hug and gave me a there there, I'd probably have lost it. Yeah. Lost it. You yeah. know what I mean? So even when Higgsy flew down from to to come there, we didn't talk. We we worked on the house. We yeah. mowed five lake uh, five lakers, five acres of lawn and like <laughs> clean the gutters and like built the bathroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm weird though, so and the situation in You're itself weird. was weird. The situation in itself was weird. He was given three months to live and died twenty years later. You know what mm, I mean? Like yeah. I went down there 15 times thinking that it could that be. was the last yeah. time so um i think our situation is quite diff- different but it is a good question i mean from a support perspective i really think that your inclination is like like your first response is can i fix it and that's yeah. often how a love language of support is like how can i remove obstacles for you once you realize there's nothing you can do they're just going to feel how they feel at different times it's really just like what you said know how that your particular reaction is not the same as anyone else's and your particular particular reaction in the first year was different to the second year and the first time you went to Tassie was different to the second time it's really just give them space and I saw this meme the other day and I sent it to you that was like sometimes when we're in a hard you know hard situation I'll say do you want solutions or do you want an ear like someone to listen and I thought that was the most valuable in, in any relationship situation, the most valuable thing I'd ever heard because sometimes you want one thing and sometimes you want the other. 
And sometimes Nick would want me to like. Yeah, but book. hindsight's a good thing. I mean, like at the yeah. time when it's all. Yeah, you don't know. It's tricky. Yeah. But I mean, like sometimes I would say to you, "Do you want me to come, or do you do you want to just be able to go alone and not worry about me?" And like the answer was different on different times. So communicate and see what they need, but also then create the space to be like, you know, today he doesn't want to talk. Not it's not me personally. He just doesn't want to talk to anybody. Was you personally? And then, <laughs> <laughs> but not you know, don't take it personally. Be incredibly patient and. Be there to just help, yeah, yeah, you know, it. make the – it's going to be crap. So if they're feeling crap, like that's – you can't necessarily and stop that. Just help the whatever, support around Whatever decision that. you make is probably going to at times be the wrong one. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So Or there is no right one you're sometimes. Like, if, you, if you're damned, if you do, damned, you don't. If mm. you go there and they're like – Oh, like I need, I wanted space, and if you didn't, they're like, why weren't you there? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think I would err on the side of being there. It's it's yeah. easier to regret being there than not being there. But everyone's different. Aren't and, we? and I think one other thing that we found really helpful was there were times where I was like, he's not got brain space to make a good decision. Like there were times where you were so tired of going to Tassie that you were like, you know what, this time I don't want to. And I was like, I think we should just. Well, book you it did now. that day. Yeah, I mean that day. That it happened, you like, yeah, no, nah, just go. Yeah, I, I was I so like, busy. I was so busy in Paul. And you'd was also, sick. I'm like, oh, you'd also I, I, done that trip. No, that I was many there four times. days. No, I was there four I'm, days earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and your then, brain was just like, and why? I got there and I ran to catch the last flight, and that was. You'll never it. regret that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think sometimes when you know their brain is too full, helping think about what they might regret later as well. As much, I mean, as much as you can. It's a yeah. hard situation, but, but you guys, empathy, empathy. You guys I think every really situation is uniquely different. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. The thing yeah. that you guys do really well is that you know how each other responds to like hardship. Because like I didn't know how to like support Nick either, so I just asked Sarah knowing that mm. like you just would need space, but Sarah knew exactly. She'd be like, yes, come, don't come. Like, mm. yes, text, don't text. It was just clear to mm. you and that was helpful. But I don't think many partners would be in tune with their partners enough to really know mm. like exactly what would be the best, like you being like fly, uh, some partners wouldn't even know if that would yeah, be a good yeah. decision to do. She'd have 14 years to deal with it. Yeah, to no, build no, no, It's no, good though, it's no, actually no, no, you were, it was You were great, don't get me wrong, but more so what I mean is I wouldn't feel bad if you're a partner that doesn't know those answers. Yeah, bit, yeah. But cause it's often the first time when we seen met, them like my dad that. was terminal Yeah, 14 years ago, you know what I mean? It was like pending then. So anyway. Mm. Yeah. All right, a buzzkill. Um, What's next? <laughs> I was like, let me try a final lighter one. Goodness me. No, but I think from our no, last few no, years, there are people who would actually find that really mm-hmm. helpful because it's it genuinely you was know, the second question that got asked. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. This is like screenshot in order of, of who's asked when. Okay, here we go. Sarah's favorite question. Nick's worst favorite question. Favorite feature: physical personality, any about one another. Dick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Sarah's dick. Sarah's dick. No. Each other's penises. <laughs> oh, my God. You said it. You started it. I was like, I need to, to just lighten the mood. It's definitely not a sense of humour. Um, <laughs> mine would be your intelligence. Oh. And your boobies. And my boobies. That, that <laughs> I like triple A cup. My crop top. <laughs> that's a nice intelligence, isn't it? And your empathy. Oh, that's really lovely. Yours would be your lateral thinking. Like 
there will be 900. You my lats and I'm like, yeah, I've been doing heaps of Yeah, my lats and my belts and your lats. No, your ability to, there'll be 900 like overly qualified people looking at every aspect of a like problem. And Nick will come in and just think of something that no one has thought of before. And it's like the most obvious way to do it that just other brains don't think. Like yeah. he'll always see a different way well, to do Occam's it. Occam's razor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll literally just cut through uh, everyone else's brain and find some way of thinking of something. And I'm always like, how does your brain mm. see that? But it's consistent. And it's so, it's such a form of intelligence that's so different. It's like creative and academic at the same it's time. It's like that mosquito net in Rwanda. Remember that? No one could work out to put that mosquito net up because it was broken. And, and I'm just like, well, why don't we just do this and tie it? And go, why didn't you think of that? I'm like, how is that not obvious? Yeah, yeah, but no one else, like there's been so many times where intensely qualified people have mm. not been able to solve a problem and Nick's just been like, you're the, you know what you remind me of? The little taco girl. He's like, that's Nick all the time. Your best feature is being like the taco the, the girl. The little, little cheese girl. Soft and hard. We're Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. We're back on my dick again. <laughs> no, but that because that's what she called it. Dora the Explorer. That um, go and, on. That and you're so so your lateral thinking and your intelligence that's so unique to anyone else's. But Kane is just losing it over in the corner. But also the way that you make everything an adventure, like you will. In the worst of scenarios, crack a funny joke, or you'll all you'll be throwing things at people in the way that's <laughs> like, funeral. are you fucking joking? Yeah, literally at your dad's funeral, you were like cracking gags and like <laughs> not in jumped. an inappropriate way though. Like you'll just, I always say, life will never be boring. My, with you. Um, your practical jokes. My sister are next was having level. this really serious eulogy, and my mum's four foot eleven and disabled. And my sister's gone, and dad also held the high jump record as well as this, and I'm just gone. And my mum broke it, and like <laughs> was it was laughing this, like, it was this so much. Whole, you know, it was and I was like, was oh, I should not have said that. Like, if you are you, so all I saw was your eyeballs go, oh my god, too far, yeah. and then like <laughs> looking at the crowd, like, is it okay? And looking <laughs> at my sister, see if she's going to bash me. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch the video back, like Sarah says it, like Sarah's and Nick's sisters, and then Sarah says it, and Nick's eyes are going, should I? Should I? And yeah. Sarah's going, huh? And Nick's like, should I? And there's this long pause, and, then like, and he like, and he like says it, and then runs away from the mic. Phone. It's like, oh, what's happening? Yeah, and that, then everyone laughed, and I was like, yeah. that like six, seven year old me yeah. when my sister was bigger than me was yeah. like, oh, oh. But you, yeah, your endless like practical jokes. And when I did first meet your dad, firstly, he was born on April Fool's Day. But mm. when I first went to your house in Tassie, there's a sign that says, Beware of the wife. So I was like, okay, everything's making sense. <laughs> and then the first story he told me was how when Irene first got Facebook, she had no friends, obviously, because like she hadn't oh, added yes. anyone yet. And so he screenshotted Irene Davidson has zero friends <laughs> and like put it, they lived just the two of them, they lived together. So the only other person in the house who was going to see this, he printed Irene has no friends, like and put it on the fridge and all over the house. And I was like, and they'd been married like 47 years and you're still doing that. So I was like, they had separate, it all makes sense. That's Nick. That's separate that's veggie Nick. Gardens. And I had a competition on their veggie gardens. Yeah, and then your mum had like those broad beans that just yeah, overgrew. Dad, dad overgrew. planted a whole bunch of extra beans. Yeah, in he there, sabotaged so. her garden. Like <laughs> that thing, you have that too. And I think it's playful and like so much fun. Like life will never be Nick boring. is Shane. 
Nick when Shane started pulling out his jokes and they were the only two laughing, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those but when you met Shane, <laughs> <laughs> oh my when you met Shane, you were like, oh, my God, it all makes sense. No, no, yeah. he had two jokes. One was, was wildly one appropriate. We, one the we would get cancelled for. And Nick was like snores coming out of his mouth being like, it's so funny, but it's so bad at the same time. The, 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 the other one was the chicken season salad. Yeah, 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 yeah. my favourite. Okay. Okay, sweet. We lighten the mood. Great. Here we go. How do you guys manage your finances between you? I don't, and I Sarah manage does. Them. <laughs> that's the end. That's true. The true answer. The that's the it. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm very, very, very good. Always have been at making money, right? And okay. but but you're actually pretty good at like business budgeting. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. When it comes yeah, to like work, yeah, that's not his money always. Though. Like, he's good at the figures. <laughs> no, no. When it comes, I'm I've I've an extreme ability even since I was a kid of yeah. making money. Yeah, you're very good. And at- I've been an absolutely even better ability to spend it. <laughs> but like. It's so not I'm buying another bike, eight thousand dollars. Yeah, no, but it's not just you're not like a spendthrift. I'm, I'm better now, but you just don't monitor the overall budget. Like you don't watch the figures as much. Mm. So I think in any relationship, you learn what your strengths and weaknesses are, and that's what business was really good for us for because it really quickly showed like what our strengths and what we could learn from each other and what we could teach each other. And very quickly it was like, he's not great at finances, yeah, I so finance. I will take over no, those look, things. I, when it comes to personal, it, it comes in and I don't even think about it. I just, yeah. And also he I, can't was, even log in I didn't have any cash for a long time when I was like younger. younger. Yeah, yeah. So I'd know exactly how many cents I had in my bank account when I'd go to buy yeah. stuff from the supermarket. So I'd know I had like $17 41 and yeah. I'd be buying. Well, I know that was my limit. Yeah, and yeah, my yeah. goal was to go to whenever I go to the supermarket and not have to think about how much cash is in my bank account and just be able to buy it. Yeah. And then I just went too far and I'd. Yeah. <laughs> but what's really interesting is for the like management of our money, like saving house deposits, all that kind of stuff is more my role. Mm. But in the business, I'd had no idea about the figures, like working out cost of goods and margins and that kind of finances. I was like, and you did it all. And you still do. There's an extension of that question of more in depth. Do you have a joint account? Was it was it when you moved in together or after marriage? We have like marriage? nine and a half million you, bank accounts. And they're all joined. Well, they said dollars. I was like, yeah. <laughs> No, like it's crazy. Money's, do you do your own thing with money you earn, including share portfolios, investment properties, yeah, et cetera? Or is there a yeah. combined money goal, all the two of you really equally creating? Yes, but not because we're like protective of our own interests. I like what's mine is Sarah's. What's mine is yours and what's yours is yours. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> He's learning. (laughs) No, like we we have have joint and shared, but it's not because of anything. It's not because of any reason. I dabble in weird shit. That is such an odd thing to say on the record. Hmm. He does not dabble in weird shit (laughs) in the way you. No, get creative. Get really creative. No, like you're more probably risk. Um, it's you just, have a bigger risk appetite in terms of like crypto and like all that so stuff. We think and I'm very conservative. <laughs> then there was like, I mean, it's also like we've both got small share, medium sized share portfolios. Yeah. Yours is very much Sarah Mine's Davidson. Like blue chip. Couldn't be very, more blue chip. Yeah, it's secure. <laughs> I recently bought a share at $6.40 that is now worth 21 cents. Whoa. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but you also bought and yeah, yeah. stupidly sold so much Bitcoin early. 
you remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course I remember. <laughs> no, he's blanked it out. But I think um, we, because of business, you get forced to, to sort out your finances earlier probably than most couples. So we've had joint accounts for I think it's healthy years. to have, it, have your own cash. Yeah, don't but we've also had separate personal savings accounts. But it's, I don't, it's not a secret account or anything like that. That one's separate. <laughs> I still <laughs> you broke game. The fourth yeah, wall is gone. I think door this forward didn't happen. You yeah. could have a little bit more time. No, Short so- answer is we have both, joint and separate. And yeah. I think that's healthy. It's yeah. good. Yeah. All right, guys. This is and a then really- we also don't buy our gifts for each other out of the joint yeah, money. Right. Like we can buy presents for each other out of our own. Because like, oh, the Falcon Millennium, whatever. Well, Whoa. Come- what? no, that was none good? of that right. But Damn keep it. going. What's it called? Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, close. Falcon, Falcon Millennium. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. I'm, so, I'm so, so happy about post-production. Um, <laughs> anyway, next question. This is one. It's actually a really sweet one, ready? Nick <sighs> once posted go. something along the lines of, you don't need to be passionate about what you do for work as long as you have a passion for life. We'd love to hear more about this perspective and how he arrived to it and whether he expects to live by this forever in capitals, question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation. Was that from you? No, I swear on my life. You just like look at my amazing question. <laughs> I swear on my life. I don't even know that Nick's ever posted that. Good. You wrote that question to yourself. <laughs> one, Nick one time posted, having ripped abs is number one. <laughs> Tell us about that routine. Cotton allergies are hard. <laughs> It's a nice question. It's a beautiful question. Why don't you the just shit is, sandwich it with just ripping me up? The coast. <laughs> I learned that in Africa with Pat O'Callaghan and I were talking about it. <clears throat> so he was working as a town planner, but he would spend all his free time working for this charity. And he was just like, he was happy doing that at the time. He ended up working full time for the charity, so ruining his whole quote. But. His whole thing was you don't need to – people that go, oh, love – what's that quote that's like um, if you love, love, your job, you you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, but then you end up hating your job because you won't love it anymore. A lot of photographers get like this mm-hmm. and a lot of artists and stuff when they're commissioned to draw Fredo Frog jumping in a lake when they all they wanted to do was draw cool shit. And Normal to, to, frog jumping in the lake. Yeah, that's right. Not yeah. Fredo. <laughs> jumping in a river. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But and so that whole thing where they 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 lose the love for it and, and and also like it makes people feel bad that how many accountants would exist if you had to live love your job or like or parking inspectors and stuff yeah. like that you don't need to be like um, public transport officers yeah so you don't need to love your job you just need to find passion in your life and that passion could be rescuing dogs or it could be cycling it could be yeah a hobby or a play to game. Yes. Yeah, a, a play to yay. No, it's good. It's cute. I like it. I like your outlook. But, I like but, your outlook. Oh, my God. He's trying to be supportive. But, <laughs> but, yeah. And, yes, I plan on living that. I've just got to narrow down my passions to one instead yeah, of, like. Yeah, you have so many. You actually do love them all. You just you have I, so my, many. I've got weird ones. Like, obviously, woodworking is quite important yeah. to me. Um, but, <laughs> but then I'm, like, I ran out of things to work Make, on with yeah. wood and then um lego and then yeah. there's a finite amount of lego a guy can have before it becomes super weird and i've already crossed into the weird realm Kane's <laughs> nodding like you are already there mate you are already and there. then the same as like exercise mm. uh, you can only get so jacked before. no there's only so much exercise you can do yeah like before you hurt your neck and then you had like but you also when we first met photography you like 
Yeah, I loved love cameras. The yeah, yeah. The, but the building of cameras, photography. I've got like no just, shit close to a hundred cameras so in boxes in at home. Like and but yeah, mm. and I love photography, but. I started to hate it because I for job you do it for work. I, I I did some of it for work, and that's why I don't do any of it. It's really interesting that conversation with Pat is something I quote all the time as well. I reckon that helped me stay at the law firm for ages because he was like, "If you're not 100 percent passionate in what you do, just find the passion outside of it. Mm. Like you don't have to be enamored with every day." But I think you also teach me that a lot as well that you can find it there are days when you're super passionate about what you do and there are also months where you're not well, i hate a lot of my jobs like i don't enjoy a lot of it but i enjoy what it allows me to do yeah so it allows me to help a lot of people and days sometimes i actually quite enjoy specific tasks but it also one it allows me to help people and allows me to do things cheap for people i want to help because i get paid more from other people and also allow, allows me to live a life that, you know what I mean? Like it's I earn, earn enough money to do what I want to do to an extent mm-hmm. and all that type of thing there. And there's, I don't think there's anything to be shamed about by doing a not loving your job. You know what That's I mean? That's nice. That is very nice. You're so smart sometimes. Really. Oh, sometimes. One time. First time. Anyway. <laughs> today. Um, today. Do you know your attachment styles? Ooh. Velcro. What? <laughs> Velcro what's dots. The, what's the, what does that mean? Oh, so there are attachment styles. It's a yeah. psych thing. There's like. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's also them. a book that it's like There's like the four moment. main ones. Secure, yeah. avoidant, disorganized, and anxious. I actually don't know them in depth. Um, Can we circle back to that question? Because yeah. I want to read that. It actually is a really good one to know. While you're looking at that, I'll do another one then. I'll do an easy one so you don't have to think about it too deeply. Favourite place to go together? Ooh. In separate directions? <laughs> no, I'm joking. When the road is mutually exclusive. People don't understand your sense of humour. <laughs> Favourite place to go? Oh, look. The supermarket. Used to be office words. Yeah, we. No, whenever she was sad, whenever she was sad, <laughs> we'd go to the supermarket. Going, do you want to go to the supermarket or twenty four no, hour Kmart? We did that once. Yeah. Nick actually did that once. Remember that one time we were both sad. Yeah, it's like, like let's go to let's the go to the grocery store. And we were like, like yay! <laughs> it's the little yay. Yeah, guys. it's true. It's true. Though. Um, I reckon one of our favorite places is Alexandra. Yep. Which is, as you guys know, where my mum grew up, and we still have the house that she grew up in, which is really <laughs> well designed and like exactly how it looked in the 50s it's our happy place i think we go with paul paul loves it no, it's his best. favorite place and you do a puppy do a puppy and we go every easter we've been going every easter since i was born except remember the last time one of the last times we were there and um there was a massive thunderstorm on oh my gosh you know, a huge thunderstorm and the power was off and everything and Paul was freaked out and he's jumped on top of the bed. And as he's jumped on the bed, thunder's gone off and the bed broke. And, <gasps> and he was just like, and it dropped. That was, a, that was and the night before I came. And, yeah. he, and he's just looked at me in the eyes and he's just going, get in the fucking car. <laughs> We're going home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I had, had enough of this. No, shit. Paul would be like, go in the car, go home. Yeah. That's Paul's voice. This is definitely not his voice. That's 100% Paul's voice. What's Paul's voice? No. <laughs> yeah, see, not so. We also love going to Tassie. Yeah. Together. Bruni has become a new, like that's a brand new place to go since your sister mm-hmm. has a new place there, but that's a new happy place, I think. 
And then overseas, where's our favourite? We love Italy. <gasps> Travelling together is full stops a happy place, I think, when it's, especially when it's not work-related. Mm. Be- yeah. Like, yeah. But, yeah, Alexandra, I guess. Next question is something that sounds like Nick's asked. Have you guys ever tried tasting each other's snot? Funny that it's a relevant question because uh, I personally Nick, haven't tried Sarah's. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's accident, Sarah's accidentally had some fall in her mouth. We have many snot stories. So the same way that Ange is closely associated with farts, Nick is associated with flicking snot at people. It's true. In oh, at and- people, not at just random people. <laughs> Sometimes it has been at random before. No. You have flicked it on no, randoms that before was by accident. By accident, though. By accident. That was not so me. So he flicked it once in the car, just like not really in any direction, just like <laughs> was it, a Wasn't flick. it the couch and you were on the other side of the room? No, it was in the car. Oh, yeah. And he turned around and it was on my lip. <laughs> it was on my lip. Oh. <laughs> I was like, not as on my lip. So, yes, I have accidentally tasted Nick's snot. <laughs> he has not tasted mine. Oh, that's Sarah what a was, great question. Sarah said to me when you so first. I couldn't taste Sarah because it was all over the wall in her eyes. So I also did this thing where I used to pick my nose and put it behind the bed frame thinking that somehow I thought it would just disappear or like, I don't know, disintegrate. And then we moved the bed to replace it with a new bed and that was like this, like Jackson Pollock of my snot. Textured art. And she was just like, she was two things she was unaware of back then. She's unaware that I didn't notice when she burped and just went, went burp and went. You still do <laughs> that. Do you still do that. I wouldn't, wouldn't have noticed you burped if you didn't go, oh, <laughs> like you were trying to clear a snorkel. <laughs> the burp and blow is a signature you move. You still do it's it. It's because I don't want it to go in your direction. I definitely oh. blew Kane's levels then by blowing them. Yeah. <laughs> the burp and blows. Mm. I remember the first time I got a booger, a booger snot, you were like, you've made it. I literally it was, was like, you in the circle of trust. It was an honour to have a snot on you're my shoulder. You're in the circle of trust. Okay. Next question. How do you keep your sex life spicy after all these years? I've Ooh. been with my partner for 14 years and we've done a lot of experimentation, but it's definitely an effort now. How do we keep it spicy? Tom Yum? Yeah. I was, I was like, that's my mind. green curry. I was like, you just, just hold it. High green curry. That's not um, that spicy though. Come on. My mum listens to this. I know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Your mum doesn't. Sarah's mum's never listened. Sarah's mum's never listened to CCA. Not only is she not listening to CCA, she, the other day she comes in and goes, I was listening to this podcast and we're like, you do listen to podcasts and it's just not, not your, mine. Just not your daughter's. Oh okay, sorry. How do you keep your sex life spicy? I think because we travel a lot, Hotels. Yeah, hotels. Yeah, mm. we're often in a new environment. It's hard when you're like in the same house, in the same bedroom, and like for ages we also worked in our bedroom, which was not the a good time. Dogs staring at us is a real turn And Paul just like <laughs> won't get out. So you have to consciously like, oh, be like. Oh, that's different, Sarah. I'm like, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to consciously be like, come on, buddy, and like get him out and like put some snacks. And then like, and it's too much. She's talking about Dora the Explorer here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Nick. Come on, buddy. No, I think Put a snack um, out for it. COVID was really hard because we were at home all the time. It was not a sexy time. But generally, I think the privilege. And when of- we're in Alexandra, it's not a sexy time because Sarah showers once a week. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the same as COVID. Same as a joke. 
but I think, yeah, the fact that we get to change environments and yeah, have yeah, little definitely. date nights and little date adventures really helps. So even if you don't do that for work, I think if you can book a little trip, even a night, like do a staycay and go out for dinner and have, I think you do have to, after 14 years, you definitely have to make an effort towards romance it's not, I don't think it needs to be an effort when it comes, it just needs to be, you just need to find that thing yeah. that kind of works, but yeah. On the back of that then, what strategies do you put in place to keep that desire and attraction going? Do you think being apart from each other has helped keep that desire alive? Ooh. It certainly makes me like you more by being away from you. <laughs> I promise they love each other very much. <gasps> I no, know, I'm like, no, no, if no. people don't understand, <laughs> no, no, we, we message gonna... each other consistently for 14 years, at least once every two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is good that we have really independent lives as well. So I, I definitely find that because we get to travel separately, you do kind of you get to feel the feeling of missing someone. And if you don't have that, I guess it's hard to kind of create that. absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, I think it does because we do have stretches of time The other thing that helps though is we both travel. So we both get it. Do you know what I mean? If it was just like I remember during COVID, I had to go to Tassie a bunch of times and I had to quarantine and stuff. And Sarah was in lockdown and she was like, Full salty because like, she's- you're in a hotel and he's like yeah in quarantine and I'm like yeah but it's still a hotel and I'm at home and he's like yeah I'm like locked the windows so I are can locked imagine- and I'm like okay but you're like on a vacay and he so was I can like, imagine people up. that like travel for work and the other person doesn't travel for work yeah. then like that absence might make you a bit saltier but I think I think that does help but I still probably prefer to be with you than away yeah. from you. But I think the fact that we have our own, like I think what keeps us really attracted to each other is also that we're proud of each other's separate things. Like our identity isn't, like even when we were working on the same business, we still had other like different roles and different things going on and there's a sense of like when you're not so enmeshed that you're just one unit all the time, it's hard to be attracted to the other person because you're so like, do you know what I mean? Your identities are blurred. Whereas Mm. when I get to watch him do his work or watch him like flourish in something that's really attractive because it's like oh look over there like it's good to not be intimately in every detail of each other's lives because then Mm. you can admire from afar and kind of be like oh Mm. you're cute cute okay i'm just gonna (laughs) stop it there um (laughs) it's getting a bit spicy (coughs) don't you agree the fact that dora's coming out (laughs) (laughs) also caps backwards Help spice things up. No. Caps forwards? No. Cap I, know the, I know the exact yeah. thing you're thinking about. Cat backward, Nick is in the backyard doing his woodworking. Oh my God. And he gets a chainsaw. And, <gasps> and the top is off and he's getting sunburned on his back. Yeah. Oh, how burnt did I get the other day? <laughs> so bad. Like when you forgot to flip a steak. That's what you looked like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on yeah. the, okay, I want to extend this while we're building up and we're hyping Nick up. This is so great. And I hope Nick didn't send it to himself. Nick Davidson is so hot. Sarah is <laughs> fucking calm. Sarah is a lucky gal. What are his top three tips around eating to maintain a ripped, lean physique? Thanks from your favourite listener. Like- you ladies are killing it. That's not calm. That's Nick for sure. <laughs> you ladies. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be selling the last bit. And I wouldn't be giving diet advice. Yeah, what? Nick doesn't have a great your it metabolism. Yeah. No, so I don't eat that bad when I was when you break it down. I yeah. tracked my calories for the first time in my life recently because uh, Danny Kennedy asked me to, and it was quite interesting. But 
What was it? My diet, was it? Yeah, top three tips around eating to maintain a ripped, lean physique. You just forget to eat meals, isn't it? Nice. <laughs> but then gorge at night time. And he, like, genuinely, like, he's not purposeful. He just forgets yeah. meals. And Sarah's like, it's lunchtime. You're like, oh, that's right. And then... Yeah, or he'll be like, I haven't eaten since up. breakfast. Oh, my God, it's 7 p.m. And I'm like, who are yeah, you? Yeah, just like you just genuinely forget. I think a lot of it is you train regularly. That's a big part. Yeah, yeah. I'm also not going to lie that it's like, there's a lot of people that train the same amount as me and eat similar to me and they would be morbidly obese because I eat some crap sometimes. Some crap but having said that, I drink a lot of water. And milk. <laughs> I drink a lot you of water. You get a lot of protein. So yeah, yeah, I drink a lot, of, a lot of water. I enjoy eating shit food as well. No, no, but like, <laughs> no, but do, I don't eat do. shit food excited. all the time. Like, it's not like I ate an entire pack of barbecue shapes last night, like without breathing once. I wish this I, I went, could like, be like false, like, but it's also true. I know, like literally, like Cookie Monster style, like rah, 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 and then there's yeah. like. <laughs> but you don't even look at it. You're just like, yeah, and I then know, it's gone. Trance. Yeah, it's it's all weird. Gone. Like you. I've seen, like, you know, when he eats and he's just like. I find that my body knows what it wants. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So some days I'm just like, why do I just want lollies? And I eat lollies and You're I feel very better. He's, and very he's intuitive. You're very intuitive. Yeah. That's a good I think for the, like, average listener, you have a lot of muscle memory from being an athlete your whole life yeah. and a very good metabolism, but you also don't eat, like, really badly. I don't drink a lot. And you don't drink a lot and you train regularly. Like I don't sit there every night and have a couple of beers or something like that. I'll drink yeah. like once a quarter or something. Well, yeah, maybe a little bit more. But like, and we binge. We don't, <laughs> we're not regular drinkers. We just binge once every now and then. <laughs> okay, next question. You guys would love this. What's the trashiest lowbrow content that you watch together? <laughs> Sorry, there's a, there's a lot. Of I know that's what I was like. You will. So this love is this how question. we keep our relationship alive. We do joint activities that make us happy. We didn't have sex for a year, pretty much, because every night we'd watch Law and Order SVU when we went to bed, and I was just like, <laughs> no. Or we've got these these like five pages that we'll just go on for like two hours. Yeah. We'll be like, okay, we're going to bed early, and it's like ten thirty, and then at three a.m. we're still watching. Memes. Yeah, you know, you you watch compilation of tiktok videos on youtube yeah yeah because that's when it's on the big tv but we start with oh, be viral the TV. <laughs> so we, we start with be viral what, about, what are the little um, tvs kids getting hurt we love girls getting hurt we love dog, no, show, dog shows Lab- huh? oh yeah labrador dance labrador dance that, compilation that, crafts doggos that's the one. Oh, crafts that's is the best crafts the, the dog competitions and have you, you've, have you, you seen, made me watch crafts what are you talking yeah, about have no, I the best thing it? is the best thing about crafts is you've got like the dog-like agility, the dog-like obedience thing, right? <laughs> you don't see it. You're like, all oh, these different breeds doing it. Aww. Don't see a Goldie at all. I'm like, that's weird. There's no Golden Retriever in there. And then you just go Crufts Golden Retriever. And going, the Crufts Golden Retriever. And then it is the all it's slowest, only Golden Retriever. The dumbest event ever. There's like 10 of them, 20 of them like being led by their leads <laughs> around in this thing. And then it's, so it's, 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 and they're it's, all so it's, dumb. They're like, But it's the owners doing the dance and they just let go of the lead and the dog's sitting there going, <laughs> it's literally like, they're so they walk silly. forward and backwards and yeah. that's it. They the do dog- a diagonal and it's like, ooh, they've made a diagonal and the goldies are all looking different. And the crowd's like. Yeah. And then <laughs> the, the owners are actually like, it's like it's a long way around. Yeah. So we have a lot of trashy shows that we like to watch, but we're not reality people. Nah. So we're more like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We've watched every episode of Friends a thousand times. Same with Seinfeld. Same with like Big Bang. We once... Um, 
went from the first episode of Jag. Oh, God. Jag with Harmon Rab. <laughs> and then into all the NCIS. Way through, because NCIS is, NCIS is a spin off it all the way through NCIS. Like recently, yeah. I, yeah. But the trashiest is like the vines. We just I, get on a meme roll and then we'll just watch people falling over. Oh, or the fart bomb. You know, the glitter bomb. Oh, the oh, glitter good, bomb. Yeah. But he's, he's super smart. What is it? Oh, yeah. Mark something. Mark Ro- Robin, is it? Ro- yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so... I, but we yeah. get on tangents. The and then we also... Not really. We also get on tangents. That, like anything animal... We'll watch pandas falling for like days. Oh, what's the UK? Graham Norton. We get on Graham, Graham yeah, Norton. Graham Norton and then bloopers. We'll watch Anchorman bloopers. And Nick loves no, the Ricky office, Gervais. The office bloopers. And, <laughs> and Ricky Gervais, Nick's favourite. And Ricky Gervais, yeah. Ricky Gervais bloopers are amazing because he just laughs yeah. like a... Oh, yeah, you know. I really highbrow content. I only know that I knew that you're gonna love that question because every time I come over, if I sleep like, over, what's this? What's this like, mean? I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sleep. Nick's yeah, like, but- where are you leaving? The video's not done. It's been <laughs> like 17 minutes. I'm like, oh, I'll sit back, back on the bed. And it's just memes of British yeah. people doing British things. <laughs> and you watched it before, like it's like your third time. You're like, yeah. this part's fine. This We're part's like, wait, funny. Wait, 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 wait. The next one's coming yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so lame. Next question is. Actually, this is a nice, this is just a compliment. No real question. You are both such beautiful people and I hope you get to have the life you dream of. Love oh, heart. Oh, that's so nice. Um, Nick definitely put that in. What is an experience you've had together you would recommend everyone try? Oh, I had such an inappropriate I know. <laughs> it's really so, got to rein himself in, don't I know. you? So, Dora needs to go away. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> quick answer before Nick says something. I know. I'm like, oh, we've, we have, I feel like very, very. We have done some awesome things together. Like we, we will never in our life look back and be able to say we didn't take every opportunity to adventure and try new things and go into business together and go to wild places and go to normal places. Like we've had some incredible adventures, but it's so hard to pick. Just one. Like I would say go into business with your partner, but I feel like some couples would not survive <laughs> it. It's, it's at once that. the best thing ever and, and also the hardest thing ever. Egypt, but if you're not an adve- super mm. adventurous couple, like that might be really out of your comfort zone. What is the question again exactly? What is an experience you've had together you would recommend everyone try? I think what we did in Italy on this- doesn't have to be in Italy. Yeah. That thing we did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was Where lovely. you literally just pack your car up and just drive and find a spot to stay yeah. as you go. Unplanned completely. Obviously, your start and finish is planned. I think that is a brilliant way to just – that was one of my favourite things. Just enjoy Especially yeah, if you're rigidly company. over – Control freaky like you are. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was were, at the time. You were, 100%. You were. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So the story was that Sarah finished uni and we planned quite a long trip. And I said, look, I'll organize Italy. I used to live there. I'll do that. So we get to Rome, spent two nights in Rome. And then. Wait, first we went to the Middle East and I planned like oh, every she, minute. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which is kind of necessary there, but like. I had a schedule. Yeah. It was like, so okay, fun. you've got three minutes to poo and then we're going to. <laughs> Get on the bus. Uh, it's, don't bring up pooing in, in the Middle East. <laughs> oh. Moving along. <laughs> anyway, so we got to Italy and she's like, oh, where are we staying tonight? And I'd book two nights in Rome and then gone, we'll pick up our hire car. We hop in the hire car. And then she goes, where are we going now? I'm like, I don't know. So, oh, what do you I mean? I lost it. I was like, you mean we don't have the money to I've stay? Gone, we've got a flight booked out of Sicily in a week and we've got to get there. So we'll drive and see what we did, and it was great. It was the best. That's my favorite way to travel. It was the best, yeah. It was so good. 
Okay, when is baby Spoon Nicky Boy arriving? <gasps> oh my god, that's so cute! So we've talked about this quite a few times on the show that we were not not trying last year. That was our first year of like, okay, we're not not trying. We thought COVID was just a weird time for hospitals and everything, so we kind of weren't trying then. But I came off the pill early last year. And then because we were not in the same place, for, and then I had Antarctica when and everything- And posting it got weird. Huh? When I was mailing it to Sarah. Um, sorry, that was funny as hell. But, um, <laughs> Kane and Nick got in and we were like, oh, sorry. I don't understand the joke. <laughs> was it on Instagram? What? Yeah, I was like, what do you mean? But we weren't in the same place <laughs> when I was ovulating more than once. So we were not- Everyone's like, that's not really trying that is. I was like, nah, we weren't really we weren't really like on the clock. We were just having sex. Yeah, we were trying. Yeah, but like in all weird times. So not sure. We weren't on the what? On the clock. Oh, like we weren't doing the timing. Like, you know, when you're literally when you're younger, girls think they can sit on the same toilet seat as a boy and get pregnant anytime. Like it's so Wait, easy. What? <laughs> you can't? No. As a young like as a Why younger. Why have I been person, leaving on the toilet seat then? <laughs> so much and then you realize it's actually only like you have one chance per cycle which is 12 maximum you know what i mean like it's not as easy there are very clear timelines so this year we are making more of an effort to plan because we travel so much for work to plan better to yeah make a bigger effort i would say nice which is really exciting next question for nick nick how did you know Sarah was the one question mark X? Did you put that in? No. <laughs> I would make it. I'm how so skeptical. You know There's a little the part of me that had a real Star Wars answer. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty early. It was like probably during our stupid conversations about like acrostic poems and shit about <laughs> random stupid things and Facebook <laughs> Messenger. Yeah, Nick did the... 2009 version of sliding into my DMs. Which was- I, d- I, I still dispute the record. On I reckon you just you, you slid into mine. Okay, but I didn't say. By the way, I've just changed my room around <laughs> from a room. <laughs> wait, wait. You said, Do I know this story? So even if I, I can't even remember. <laughs> wait, wait, so I haven't heard this story. So yet. I said, I, I, might, even if it was me, right? I was just chilling, right? Like I was like, oh, cute. Like we kind of knew of each other. We'd been out before a couple of times, but we'd never really connected. And I said. Whoever initiated it, I asked, like, what are you up to? Like, what have you been doing this week? And he goes... I think there's a winky face there. I've just been (laughs) moving my room around from a room for two people to a room for one person. (laughs) And I was like, as in, like, obviously, I just had... He'd just broken up with his girlfriend. You know what's up. But I was like... (laughs) In my brain, I was like, who says that? You know what's up. I just finished moving my room around from a room for two people. Two rooms, one person. You can also not. Violin. But then I was like, okay, I'm coming. Like, and I went to his house like two days later. It's true. It's, that's true. You, you did tell me that. You turned up. Oh, God. But then you pretty much proposed like two days later. It's you true. know what's up. Okay, and next question. This is obviously talking about me. Do you have any couple friends who aren't ridiculously good looking or are they all influencers? <laughs> Real question. And it's about me, I know. <laughs> All That's my it. mates are really unattractive. <laughs> All of them. 
It's so weird once you Especially love your people. Woody, I don't even Gigi, know Bodie, if people are attractive or not. Like Ramsey, I can't. I know they're ridiculously unattractive. <laughs> Greg's awful. <laughs> I mean, obviously we have a lot of friends who are in the same industry. Yes. But we also have so many, I mean, at our wedding, you can see they were all ugly. They They were were actually all disgusting. They were foul. They were all not in the industry. Like so many of our friends have no idea. They're just like, so like, and I keep us humble. Whenever I post something, influency on Instagram, I know I'm going to get so much stick for it. We do have very alternate. I'd, I'd get send. I'll get send the photo. The sends on my insights are my mates sending them to Dude. us with alternate captions. <laughs> yeah, or like photoshopped. We have very beautiful friends. We're very lucky. I don't know. That's such a weird thing. But yes, I think all our friends are, are beautiful, but not all of them are in the industry. In fact, most of them. Like we're all still we're friends with our school friends. Mm. We're friends with. Like I still have lots of work friends. Your Korean club, my Korean club. Oh my god, my friends well, who I got adopted my, with. Two of my groomsmen were from when I was living in England, like well before. Yeah, I all of my before Instagram and Facebook. Like so, nineteen thirty. Yeah, <laughs> one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really cute that you think our friends are really beautiful. <laughs> Oh my god, okay. A few more questions and then that's pretty much it. But how was it for you, Nick, when Sarah was away in Antarctica and off grid? It was actually really difficult. Like I just the main reason is Sarah would do this thing where instead of just going, Okay, we're gonna go now and she goes, Oh, it's really rough weather, I'm feeling so sick, but I'm like, is she alive? Or what? So that part was stressful because I'm like, oh, because Sarah's, Sarah, I wasn't worried about her safety. I was worried about her happiness on it because she's very, she hates being sick. Like, un, like she's got, she's like um, Jerry Seinfeld in that whole, um, she's phobic of vomiting. It's called emetophobia, I found out recently. I was like, it's a thing and it's common. I was oh. like, I found my people. I'm actually, you know, I'm like so scared of it. And I had oh, food yeah. poisoning I when I got on the boat. Yeah, yeah. So, so that like, was that, that bit was difficult and not being able to be, and also because we messaged so much just about like random things, it was Thanks. kind of yeah. But it was kind of weird to like have like no contact. But the second time when so we, she went across and then I heard from her for a bit and then when she was in the Drake's Pastry, I didn't hear from her. But that time I knew she was fine, so it was much easier. It was just when I knew that she wasn't fine, it was easy. I mean, I'm secure enough in my relationship to be out I of contact. Penguin, I'm sorry. Yeah. Pingu. You kicked the Pingu. And then kicked him. Oh, Pingu. Out of bed. You saw his Pingu. <laughs> I saw his Pingu. <laughs> I found it really hard just because we've had this thing, and you've talked about this a lot. If Nick is there, and we've had this quite a few times, when I go in really extreme situations out of my comfort zone that are real growth opportunities if he's there I don't do it I'm like oh I've got my you know security blanket I've got my safe space like I won't do it but when we were in India the one day we had this crazy hike that was I'd never really hiked before I was by myself for like hours in the middle of the Himalayas with these walking sticks I didn't know how to use them and he had food poisoning ironically that day and couldn't come and because when he's not there I'm fine I'm like I don't have the choice I have to like suck it up and do this thing and like get over the fear and I'm totally fine. When he's there, I'm like, I lose it. So sometimes he's on purpose, like 
go do it yourself. Like, you'll be fine. But with this, I think it was like he knew I would be fine as soon as I couldn't talk to him. And I'm smiling so much because I know way more to this story about what happened on that hike that can never go to air. You can say it. Halfway through, (laughs) I'd, I'd been really constipated from the Indian food. And I was like by myself in the middle of nowhere and I was like, oh, I really need a poo and there were no toilets anywhere. And then I found some Sherpas and they were like, you can go there and I went behind this tent and then I turned around and like there were 8,000 cows just watching me and they, cow, the she means people, people were watching me and I was at that point I was just like crying and I was like, I just need to go. And then I had to hike all the way back. And the minute Nick opened the door, he's like, are you okay? I was like, <laughs> But all day I was fine. If and I the got- funny thing about it was the reason I got sick was I was at this temple up in like up in Archie. Was it up near? Anyway, some random place in at a monastery. Him, at a monastery. And I grabbed an apricot off a tree. And this, this monk came up and goes, oh, no, I'll grab it. And he just washed it, that me and my friend, and he just washed it in this dirty bucket of water and I'm like oh because it would have been fine off the tree yeah. anyway so I've just rubbed it on my jumper took a little bite and then was looking through it over my shoulder it, five minutes later oh yeah I was really sick but but when she went on this hike which I really wanted to go on by the way I we all me and Jim suddenly felt better and we were just sipping lattes and oh like God, just so sitting mad. sitting just enjoying like, the you're sitting in front of a shoulder you asshole <laughs> <laughs> but like we said before with that whole you know, how do you keep a good relationship? That being out of my comfort zone and an experience yeah, that was totally by myself, I actually had to remember who I was when I can't validate my feelings or ventilate them with Nick and out of all of those daily habits and stuff, it was really interesting to see like who you are when you And I'm, and I'm super internal and like, I mean, like I don't, th- you being with me or you not being with me, it doesn't like, yeah. it doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, you're that not a big external like bouncer off of mm. emotions whereas mm. I'm like I can't validate I, I don't feel like I fully felt something until I've shared it mm. which is yeah sometimes mm. you're like shut up it's 3am oh god <laughs> um, it's my favourite thinking time <laughs> tell us about how love language rocked your world when you learnt about them from <gasps> Chi my cousin oh Chi literally wrote Chi goes is this legit anonymous Chi your cousin <laughs> Tell us about the love of Chi, your cousin. I love Chi. Yeah, it definitely made our relationship and communication. And I think I learned about the love languages around the time we went into business and realised that Nick's love language for me is if I have a problem, it's immediately helping me solve it. But I was like, he, I would tell it, pitch him an idea and he'd say, oh, well, you've got to fix this, 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 this. And then in for ages I would be so hurt because I was like, you're fucking what, you're like, I'm here dealing with my self-doubt and you're just knocking me down and telling me what's wrong with it. And now, you know, love language has helped me see, like that's his way of saying, I believe you can do this, but to make it work, my support for you is like helping show you what you need to fix. I'm pretty sure that's not one of the five languages. No, it's not one of the five love languages, but <laughs> But learning about the idea that we both show love and affection in different ways and we receive it in different ways. Like I need someone to be like, that's the best idea. It's so possible. Let's not poke any holes in the plan first. Like that was when it started to be really revolutionary. And then when I learned what the actual five love languages were, five, right? It's 
gifts, acts of service, quality time, physical touch and affirmations. We both like to give wait, different... Wait, wait, wait. What is Sarah's love languages that she likes to receive? Affirmations. Yeah. In order of the five. Oh, I'm not going backwards with gifts. I don't, I'm not big on gifts. No, it's the only other one I remembered. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely affirmations. I like it when he says things. Yeah. Affirmations, gifts, acts of service, physical touch, quality time. Probably affirmations first, obviously. Probably acts of service, physical touch, and gifts would be last. You're the same. Gifts would be last. And what what does Nick like to receive? I think... Well, Nick definitely likes to give acts of service. He will go to the ends of the earth. Can testify. For, yeah. For not just you, but, but anyone like that is important to Nick. That's a really interesting one. I think you like acts of service as well. As number one, you think? The only problem with acts of service is I don't like it when I could do it better. And that sounds bad. No, like, I know what you, you mean. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like yeah, someone yeah. goes, oh, I'm Major Lawrence. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go and redo it. <laughs> but the gesture leave, you really appreciate. The gesture is there. But like yeah. Vicky. You know? Oh my god, our little Perfect Greek neighbor. I love out. her so much. Oh, the Yaya next door. Yeah, yeah. little Yaya. I love her so much. Um, I don't know what the other order is. Really? I think I think in between they're all kind of like definitely gifts last. Physical touch is pretty high. Yeah, but I, he's also like but it's generally also- punched when it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Although I used to do like words of affirmation yeah. secretly, and, but and quality time. Do you know what yours are that you like to receive? No. no. That's why it's hard for me because yeah, like he doesn't like, know. He's, he's confused. Like, what are they again? But it definitely, yeah, I think even in my friendships, I think understanding the way we all give differently and receive differently and matching that up and that everyone's not the same, it's a revolutionary concept, I think. Same as that meme I was talking about before. It's really deep and meaningful. <laughs> okay. Deep and meaningful. Meaningful, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, second last question. How do you prioritise relationship when you're really busy? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> no, we're pretty good at calendar appointments. Like we'll know, okay, we've got a really busy time. So like We're also really bad at it. If Sarah goes this, I'm like, it's not in my calendar. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's true. I am not 100%. going. Nick's like, is it in my calendar? You're like, yes. And he's like, no, it's not. You're like, damn it. Or I'm like, check again. And but it gives and it gives like that you guys go like that's a rule, you both. If Nick's like, it was in my calendar, you're like that is fair, then you don't have to attend. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, it, yeah. if it genuinely yeah, no, no, The reason is, the reason truce. is as well, like because of the international nature of my mm. businesses, I have a lot of meetings at between 7 and 9 p.m. or yeah, 5, and, 5 and 9 a.m., right? Mm. So if we're going for dinner, I I can't just move a meeting to yeah. like later on because everyone there's else time has zones, to attend. Like there's yeah. three different time zones yeah. quite up into it too. So that's why the calendar is important. And also I try my weekends are important at the moment because mm. I'm exhausted. But we're pretty good at like when we were going to Perth for, you know, the Jetstar job and then we tacked on two days, like we'll often tack on two days of just us time. And then Nick was like, by the way, I've got to cancel because my best friend's here from the UK, which I was fully for. I was like, you never get to see him. But you made a really big effort to be like, but that means instead we have to book in some other two-day thing that's us in the calendar somewhere. So we're pretty good at like, okay, we don't have any us time in the next three weeks, so let's book a hotel oh, or a trip. we're also lucky that um, our work also. We spend a lot of time together incidentally. Yeah. like Yeah. I work from home 90% yeah. of the time yeah. and so do you. So And every night we have time where like the laptops are shut and we'll watch an episode of something. Like we're pretty good like that. Okay, last question. 
It's two-parter. Three two-parter. biggest icks oh. for each other and then three things you love the most about each other. Oh, that's a cute one to finish on. Three biggest icks. First bit's easy. You have to say that with pause. Three biggest icks. You can't say it in oh, one long yeah, word. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, it does have three. No, I'm kidding. Three biggest dicks. Monday dick. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Dora, dick. Pingu, yeah. and <laughs> Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, biggest that's dicks. really – I don't have that many icks. With you. Oh, okay. Are so you he, kidding? Does this, he does this one thing, which I you definitely have icks. It's not an ick so much as something that like makes me want to divorce him like mm-hmm. right now. He does this well, thing. Exactly what it is, <laughs> and I do it because it pisses her off so much. Especially so when she's, much. Especially when she's real hypo in the morning. I hate it so much. So he obviously, as you guys can hear, Nick's love language is practical jokes. Like he is serious, not that often, but sometimes we'll say the words of affirmation, which is lovely, but. The practical joke rarely goes too far where I'm like, don't fucking do that. But the one thing that he tries to do all the time is to suck my nose. And he'll do it. It's not suck my nose. Like like as in he'll jump on me and hold me down and then like put his whole mouth over my nose. I don't suck. I just like put it over there because she annoys me. I hate it so much. Because he does it before he brushes his teeth and then my nose smells like fucking spit (laughs) for hours and it just feels gross and I hate it so much. Do you know what the best? I hate it so much. I get so mad. The best practical joke you ever did is that video you sent when you got the milk. Oh, with the cookie. Yeah, and, you got and I had milk like, in your bag yeah. on your body. I hate it so much, I hate it. But the nose, that I hate it oh, so, so much. I never get mad, but I'm like, oh god, it makes me so mad. One thing that gives me the ick is when he, like, it's kind of cool, but it's kind of not when he gets annoyed with like bad customer service or something coming out wrong at a cafe or something. And I get really like, even if I'm allergic, I'm like, don't worry, it's fine. I love it. Like no confrontation. And Nick gets like, like he'll stand up for himself, which is good. It's a good quality. But I get like, like I go into my Sarah's skin so and I'm like, like if he sends something, but oh my God, I'll die. Like I'm like, ew, I can't, ew, ew. Or if he's on the phone, like if he's been double charged for something and he gets even a tiny amount Serious or like angry. That's your mum. Firm. I'm like, I run outside. I, I run out of the house. I'm like, Ugh. My, my classic line is, I'm not angry at you personally. I'm angry at the situation. Yeah. Oh, I have to leave. <laughs> uh, no, can't do it. No. <laughs> okay, Nick, your second one. Other than the burp. The burp and, and blow. blow is pretty high up. Burp and I'm like, but Sarah's kind of like sh- thinks she's being quiet. Like she goes, and I was like, who makes that mouth? No. Who makes that? Who makes No, it used to be worse. It used to be worse. She'd go. <laughs> like, full on. And she didn't think anyone noticed it. Now it's. Uh, <sighs> but then it's like, who even. What, what is happening? Oh, it's great. Okay, last one. Last ick. Yeah. You think you appreciate the book of flicking? It's not an ick, though. It's just fucking annoying. Yeah. But there are, oh, there's definitely other icks. How's the, the how's the pickup? Nick drives like got G force. Oh yeah, yeah. When he drives like a maniac, I yeah. do not drive like a maniac. When he thinks he doesn't drive like a maniac, no, because the pickup is so fast. Because <laughs> the pickup is <laughs> no. You know what really gave me the ick the first time when he wore lycra. No, and I was like, no, I'm gonna get that. We so can bet that. Worn lycra no, you look good in it. You look good in it. It like, just was like just there's a no, lot of like, ball going on. <laughs> there's not. There's that much chamois there. All right, is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. When you re-record, I know. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> hey, people, Instagram people. Instagram stories. 
over and over again. What's worse? What's worse is when she re-records with the same enthusiasm. (laughs) It's so true. It's so. And then you get to the point when it'd be like nine p. Eleven o'clock at night, and she go. And then I didn't get right. Oh my god! (laughs) And like over and over again. I'm like, it's. Oh, but also, worst. you used to get so annoyed at Nick because, like, it'd be the sixth time and he'd go, <laughs> And you'd be like, Nick! <laughs> As if you hadn't done it already no, five the best, times. The best bit is when you do it when she's got the mic set up and the headphones because she can't hear you do it. So oh, she, she would be recording something and you just go, poo-poo in the background. And then she'll be, like, put her stuff away and she'll be editing and she'll just go, are you serious? <laughs> like, hours later. <laughs> You can't hear it when she's recording. You can't hear it when she's like editing. It was more because when you used to do those quote of the days and then it was like, hi, beautiful people. Hi, beautiful people. (laughs) Oh, my only other ick with Nick is when he does this thing when he's on a business call and like being really friendly with someone and they tell a joke and he's got to be really polite and he goes, <laughs> and he does this like fake laugh. You know the laugh that you do where he's like, hey, mate. And I'm like, you never laugh like that ever. So it's, it's like, like in the, Friends. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Chandler work laugh where she's like, ah. And I'm, you only do it on work calls when you're at the end of a call and you're like, yeah, mate, like that's funny, let's go. And I'm always like, I've never heard that before. It's a bit icky. Wait, Nick's other thing is he flicks his toenails. Oh, 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 oh that's my biggest ick. How come I've got like nine? They're all personal. I just Jesus. I'm so glad I'm here. Anyway, okay, now it's the- You brought that now, up. That was you, not me. Now it's the loving ending. Three oh. things you love about each other. I love how it's- not easy to have two really big careers and personalities in one relationship, especially when mine involves like, bye, I'm going to Antarctica for a month. Like, and Mm. I won't have my phone. And I have never in my, like I lived in, I was also like, bye, I'm living in Hong Kong for a year. Bye, I'm living in Paris. Like the theme of our relationship is me being just fucking off for my career. And I've never, ever felt like it was, hard or I owed him something or that like I think a lot of people would hold oh, yeah, that I'm over still you. waiting for uh... <laughs> no I feel like a lot of people would hold that over you or yeah. you mm. feel like okay well now it's my turn to live overseas for a year or it puts strain on your relationship to do mm. things like that and I always feel incredibly supported free to pursue any like it's I feel so supported as a woman in a career. Like I've never yeah. felt constrained and if anything, you've done everything to make my career and life better and bigger and, and you celebrate everything and I think that's – but I think it's, you know, not always yeah. the case. Yeah, well, I mean, mine's, mine's almost the same thing with regards to I love what where you just take these challenges and do them. Like that's a really important thing because a lot of people with your – education and like I mean people don't realize your education a lot of people like how high you finished in the honor roll like your score and your like you know what McRobbie yeah. she's like a she's, just, she's got a portrait on the wall literally like, <laughs> and was ducks of McGrobb that's like the highest the country, of the yeah. highest and like and the amount and of languages speak, all these type of things most people would go oh well 
I can know you can have a really successful, easy money career as a lawyer, but you chose not to. You chose to do something quite risky. And now, obviously, there's years when it pays off, but there's obviously so much uncertainty in it. So I've always loved that you would take those risks. And this social media success you have now is a byproduct of you being a good person while doing it. That's what makes you likable. It's not like, you just got your tits out in a beach style thing. You know what I mean? I didn't have the option, babes. You know that. I was like, this is so loving. Waiting, no, but it's waiting. true. It's true. But like, it's you know true. I mean? so it's almost the inverse of that. Like, I I love supporting you doing these wild things. Mm. Oh, that's mm. nice. I know. I was waiting for the like. <laughs> but <True>. then <laughs> the other thing I love about you is how much you care for your friends and people that you love. You don't ever half ass anything you use your full ass mm. you both butt cheeks both butt cheeks which is interesting because the exophysiologist is saying i'm not using my glutes yeah so. <laughs> no but nick will like fly to the other side of the earth to be there for someone and often not mention it like you kind of don't really make a fuss about those things you just you'll quietly come in and help remove obstacles from people's lives or make their life better in some way and you never just support from afar. Like you always are hands-on, how can I help? When shit is hard and when it's easy, like both times you'll not shy away to – I don't think any of your friends can say you wouldn't like take a bullet for them. Like you testify. Yeah, like he's he doesn't just love you in a really easy way. He's like when it's hard or when like the first week you guys are friends, he's like, I'm going to ride with you from Adelaide yeah, to Melbourne. Yeah, I like, would – I like that – that's yeah. stupid. You thought there could be a car following you. As soon as I saw the map, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Uh, no. Nah. And Nick did it out of, like, genuine protection out of yeah. me, which I didn't know at the yeah. time. He was like, I've done this before. And no, he didn't, like, exactly like you said, Nick doesn't make it a big deal or even mentions it. He just does it. And then after the fact, you're like, oh, he actually he didn't do it to ride next to me. He did it to make sure that I was mentally supported mm. throughout the whole thing, which is yeah. much more than just being like, oh, I want to come on a fun trip. Yeah. And you don't often say things like, I'm there for you or whatever. You'll mm. just do it. You'll do just it. be there. You'll mm, just turn up true. and you're there for them. And then like years later, they'll be like, oh my God, you're the only one who came and knew that I just needed blah. And I feel like I've obviously been around you and your friends enough to have heard them say mm. that many times. And my that makes thing me really is happy. The whole idea of paying it forward with that though. Like it's a case mm. of I think that most of the people that I've done that for, I've done a lot of it. It's all about if you can make them do it for someone else, then mm. that's the thing. Because I was helped a lot when I was younger and I wasn't helped a lot in – I was given opportunities because people took a risk. I was I had a lot of people that were older than me that helped me out a lot of things and, I mean, I travelled the world for sport mm. on other people's dimes a lot of the time because I couldn't afford it and, yeah. So and then I look at some of my friends and I see that, that I helped and I see them paying it forward and I'm like, that's all that matters. Anyway. Second, you know, this three three things. I think just how you, like, what's that make hay while the sun shines? You know what I mean? Like that whole, you'll just go, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all of this. I'm like, okay, sure. Like, you know when you just take full advantage of everything and without that sounding negative, like you go, you'll sit there and, um, you just if you've got this little opportunity, you'll just make maximize everything you can out of it. And without not in not in a extrinsic way, more of an intrinsic way of like, I want to get as much as I can out of this and help and yeah, I'm and for both so people on the podcast, 
most of the people on the podcast, they're getting out just as much out of the talking and stuff like that than you are. You're like, you know what I mean? Like they're actually, it's quite cathartic for a lot of people to actually feel like their voice is being heard as well. So I, I love that as well. My last one would be, I think that you've always been like so keen for an adventure. Like even when you're, you've been at your most serious and your most like work is demanding this and this and this of me, you'll just go, fuck it, let's go to Egypt. Like and as embrace. Long as I got Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you'll embrace an adventure always and be like, like one of the things that I think is the most important in terms of compatibility of someone is of two people is their, how they prioritize what you spend your money on in life whether it's like experiences or things or houses or whatever. And we've never, I've never had to convince you of the value of experiences together. We've both been like, while we're young and we can do this, let's go to Africa, let's go to Egypt. Like let's, you know, we've foregone other things that other couples might have prioritized, but we've never not had an adventure. We've never not made memories and I've never had to convince you that that was valuable. Mm. And because of that, we've just seen so much cool stuff together and I think we will continue to always do that. And I think that's, yeah, I love that about you. Last one. You bum. Cute. <laughs> Your abs. Oh, they're, they're getting there. Not, they're not there at the moment. They are always they there. They are always there. Oh, my God, this boy. <laughs> okay, we're finishing on your bum? Yeah. Yeah, let's do okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. Love all the people who you love. Love them hard. We've got a really, really exciting. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at the support that I'm getting over here. Love all the people who you love. love As in, like, you don't just have to be in a relationship to enjoy Valentine's Day. Love all your loved ones. Sorry, that wasn't fun. That, that oh was very nice. God. Sorry. I think when Nick's here, I'm just, everything's funnier. We are so excited to be having our first Valentine's Day <laughs> Pino and Picasso and Pals event this week. I think it will be on the same day as this episode comes out. No. Yeah. yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. yeah <gasps> we're so excited and that sold out so quickly. So we're definitely yeah. going to come to all the other states at some point during the year. And hope you guys are all seizing your yay. Thanks, Nikki, for coming on. And thanks for moder- moderating. Moderating, no worries. Moderating. Happy moderating. birthday, Ange. Happy Thank birthday. You. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye.